You are listening to the Content Academy podcast where we teach online businesses how to create raving fans with their content. So let's get to it. Hello and you're very welcome to the Content Academy podcast. I'm Phil McGrath and you're very welcome along to today's show. Unfortunately, no Paul Caffrey today. Paul's hectic travel schedule means he is currently languishing in a... John Lennon International Airport, I believe, last I was speaking to him. So, unfortunately, it's just me. But I have a great guest lined up for you all the same. I have Katia Sarmento from regenmcmillions.com. Katia is a coach for holistic business owners. And we go into that with Katia, exactly what she means by holistic business owners. Um, she, As I said, she's the founder of Reach and Make Millions, where uh, she coaches uh, holistic entrepreneurs how to start and grow thriving online businesses uh, so they can get more clients, I suppose, and obviously focus on their business. And Katia really helps them with the tech side and making sure their systems are in place and running properly so they can focus on their why. And that's something we'd certainly speak about on today's show, about how Katia learned to focus on her why and what exactly happened when she lost sight of that why. And indeed, I even and share a bit of my own insight into what happened to me when I lost my why and a bit of a burnout that I went through um, a couple of years ago. So we kind of go through that. We also talk about Katia's uh, writing process and her editing process and how she's learned that she can't polish everything before she pulls the trigger, so much so that she's brought in an editor to uh, to look after her stuff and with the impact that's had has been, uh, has been immense for her. Um, we talk about so much stuff from Katia's beginnings about how how uh, how much of a strange child she was even she says and uh, her battle with depression and everything else in between but a really really jam-packed show today and I think you're going to get plenty of value out of it so I don't want to ruin it too much for you so we'll hand it over to Katia and uh, sit back and enjoy Katia how the hell are you I'm very good and yourself yeah can't complain can't complain I suppose we should probably let our listeners in on the uh the unfortunate circumstances that have led to this. Oh yes, we uh, <laughs> enjoy this, especially with the upcoming topics. Yeah, we had some uh, recording difficulties, and we were probably a good half an hour through our podcast. We were coming towards the end, I would even say, and uh, the recording crashed on me. So we have lost it, and we've had to start all over again from scratch. <laughs> and Kat- it's my world. This yeah, well, listen, I appreciate I appreciate the fact that not only did you agree to come on the show, but you're so good, you've agreed to do it twice. <laughs> of course. Um, I suppose you might just give our audience a bit of background on you, just kind of where you started and what you're up to at the moment. Yeah, okay. So totally resetting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yes, like you said, my business is reachandmakemillions.com and I currently help holistic entrepreneurs and coaches and I help them start and grow their online business uh, especially when it comes to technology and systems. And so, you know, they might be trying to figure out how to set up their website and, and all of their scheduling and payments and membership areas, webinars, sales funnels, maybe ha- even having some tech issues that they need help with. Uh, we, we've all and, been there. <laughs> and then, so, um, yeah, I, I just, I've been helping them out so far, especially because I've had my own, uh, journey in my business of figuring it out, you know, like, okay, so what's a webinar and how do I set that up? And okay, how do I set up my website? And, you know, so as I figured it out for what works and what doesn't work, I've been teaching my audience all of that stuff so that they don't make the same mistakes I made. Excellent stuff. So it's real practical advice that you're, you're passing on to them. And 
Um, I know this is a question you get asked a lot, but I'm, I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, holistic entrepreneurs, please explain. Yes, of course. So, and this does go into a, a little bit of my backstory of how I got into, you know, the online entrepreneur space. And so when I say holistic entrepreneur, um, a lot of my clients started off as health coaches, you know, life coaches, personal trainers. And, you know, I, I would say kind of like the definition of holistic for me is, you know, somebody who's into, you know, a different way of doing things. So, you know, they're into personal growth and self-help and, um, you know, a lot of the health coaches, mm. you know, they do kind of like a different, like they have the holistic natural way of yeah. um, helping their clients. And so, and I got into this, uh, I, I was a very uh, different, weird kid. <laughs> and whenever we would go to uh, a bookstore, I would go to the bookstore with my parents and we would just sit there and read for hours. Instead of going to the kids section, I would actually go to the psychology and self-help and personal growth section. Um, and so you, the, first, the first thing that comes to mind for people that don't know the holistic stuff is like, oh, yeah, Tony Robbins and Oprah and stuff. Mm. But I, I went a lot deeper into that. I, you know, the first person I actually remember reading is Sonia Choquette. And she talks about like, um, you know, like building your intuition and, you know, like, um, more, like more towards that stuff. So it can get really weird. Really yeah. woo is what we call it. <laughs> um, and the other thing is that, you know, like I would read those books and stuff and I really enjoyed, you know, those new perspectives, especially because uh, when I was 13 years old, I was diagnosed with major depression and I was, you know, I went to therapy, like private therapy, group therapy. I was put on Prozac at 13 and Prozac's an antidepressant and mm. psychiatrist was like, you're not supposed to be on this, but we're going to put this on, put you on this because it's pretty bad. Um, right. Okay. I was, yeah. I was, I was really bad. I was, you know, I was like, I was, I'm done with life. I had no hope. I would self harm back then. Um, so I was in a really bad place all throughout, you know, um, my, my teenage years until I think I was 18 years old. I, I finished high school luckily I don't know how I did that because I barely showed up <laughs> and then I went to college and now it was just like I'm not doing this college thing and I dropped out of college I had a full-time job at AT&T that was supposed to be my career and I quit that um, and you know I, I tried to continue on with my freelance web designing because I had been doing that since for over nine years and I'm 22 years old now right okay um, yeah, and so I discussed, like, you know, I was trying to figure out, like, do I really want to do web, web freelance web de development? Like, I wasn't really enjoying it too much, um, and I wasn't making a lot of money because I was really terrified. It's like, you know, who's going to, you know, nobody's going to pay me a lot of money. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so I found this program called um, the Transformational Coaching Method Certification and it's by a company called Holistic MBA. They're now transitioning and, and called Health Coach Institute. And I met a lot. I You know, the, the program was formatted in a way where you have a weekly lesson on Monday, and then on Thursdays you had to practice the skill that you learned on Monday, and it was based on NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming, um, kind of like the stuff that Tony Robbins does. Mm. And, um, and we had a Facebook group community. So I, it, it was a very large investment investment for me at the time. You know, everybody thought I was crazy. Like I quit 
my job. I dropped out of college. My grandmother gave me like a like the the last bit of money she had, and I invest. And this was like four thousand dollars into this program, this online program. I had never heard of coaching before. I had never heard of online programs before. I had never heard of these people before. Mm. Um, and I just put all that all that money into that, and so I went all into that program. Uh, for personal growth. So I was like, I'm going to introduce myself in the group. I'm going to get to know everybody. I'm going to learn all the techniques, all the tools, and I'm going to better myself. And within that year, uh, I completely transformed as a person. I was no longer depressed. I was I was not self-harming anymore. And actually, this month is uh, makes it the third year that I have not done any self-harm. So that's a very big thing for me because I was a, absolutely. A- of my life and you know I, I I give credit to every single one of the coaches that were in that group because each one of them whether it was just a comment on one of my Facebook uh, threads or, or one comment on the phone or maybe a coaching session where we practiced or where I coached them and I heard about their life or they just listened to my stuff or maybe they just read my stuff and you know held that space of like hey I see you I see Katya and I see what she can become, you know, and it, it was a lot more than I could see for myself. I couldn't even see a next day for myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so just being a part of this community that was so open and loving really transformed my life. Like people were like, I don't recognize you anymore. <laughs> like, <sorry. laughs> my parents were in complete shock. And, and of course, you know, um, I continue, I got the certification, I continued on. And I, I just, I, I started hearing things, uh, common common complaints from this holistic community, things like, oh, you know, like, I just want to make a website so I can get a client or like, oh, you know, I, I'm scared to go to this uh, event and give my business card because I don't I don't have a website to put on my business card. Right. OK. They're kind of getting stuck behind the tech rather than what they what they should be doing is focusing yeah. on, on, on kind of getting their message out there. Yeah, you know, they had this passion, they had this gift to really transform somebody's life and they really want to change the world, but then they're worried. It's like, oh, I don't have a blog. Um, oh, I, I, don't, I don't know what content to write or to create or I, I, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to set up this, this scheduling stuff or payment stuff or I don't know how to create a members area. It's like none of that, none of that, as long as I'm around you, that will never be an excuse because I will help you figure it out. I will show you how to do it because I really believe in these people. Even if I haven't met them, I know the difference that one person can make, especially in the holistic community, especially when it comes to, you know, like life coaches, like you're dealing with somebody's life, with mm. somebody's relationship, with somebody's health, you know, with somebody's business. That's that's big. So that's what I've been really, that's my mission is to help all of these people be able to share their message in whatever they, way they want to share it, you know, and really be, you know, having their ideas come to life. A lot of these people have so many great ideas and they just don't know how to set it up technology-wise, you know. There's a lot of, a lot of technology. A lot of, it is, a lot of it is great. A lot of it is hard to use. A lot of it is hard to figure out. A lot of it messes up. And, and I don't some want of it's unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want any of that to get in the way, ever. 
Yeah, well, there you go. And I mean, I I love I love this. And again, I I don't mean this in a bad way, but I love the background from which you're coming from and the reasons why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's really refreshing and and just fair. It's an inspiration, is really what it is. And fair play to you. Um, I suppose if we kick it on from there, we know we know where you've come from and what you're doing now and why you're doing it. And that's a big thing as well as identifying your why is something mm-hmm. that a lot of people fail to do uh, when they're starting out in business. They they understand what they want, but they don't know their why. Um, so you clearly have a good handle on that. Um, if I take a look at Reach and Make Millions, and uh, as I've already told you, it's a fantastic looking website. Um, I really, really like it. Lots of great visuals going on. It's really well laid out. It's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's very, very good. And I, I think as Paul even told you before, um, not something I say very often. <laughs> so kudos to you on that. Um, but if we look into your content, Katia, um, in terms of blogging and creating your content, how do you go about mapping that out and figuring out what uh, your audience wants and, and how you're going to deliver it? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. And it, it's definitely changed over the years. And it was because when I first started blogging, I was very much complicate I was just complicating it um, and I see a lot of my own clients and my audience and readers do this as well mm. um, because I was you know I spent way too much time being like oh I need to come up with the perfect thing or figure out the perfect content and, and comparing myself and being you know really wrapping myself up in this perfection uh, standard which yeah. of course you can never meet that no. and so I actually had to stop and come back to simplicity and to basics and what I always recommend to people is like before you even try to map out any content or, or start any blog or anything is like start connecting one-on-one with people. Um, I did it on the phone. I, I would just ask people, it's like, hey, look, I can help you with technology. That's the broad topic. Let's get on the phone and let me see how I can help you as long as I can record the call and you know maybe get a testimonial if I actually help you. Um, and I did that and, you know, I started, I just really listened to these people and I listened to the, you know, the questions they were asking me and the complaints that they had. And, you know, I also listened to what I was excited to talk about. So, you know, I, I started talking about websites because that's what people asked me. And then I started getting more excited about systems and I asked around, it's like, hey, do you want me to talk about systems? And people are like, oh my God, yes. Like, I never even thought of that. Please teach us that, you know? So like I'm always asking, I'm always listening to my audience and so you can narrow your topic down. Like my topic, just like online business, online entrepreneur, whatever, and then talking specifically about technology for holistic entrepreneurs, I can I can narrow that down to websites, to systems, automation, uh, sales funnels, webinars, branding, copywriting, you know, all of this stuff I can, I can, you know, sit down, have all these topics and then I can think about the last five questions I got for all of those topics. I actually, I can make like a list of like 20 questions for each topic right now if I really sat down and did it. And once you've connected with people and listened to people that way, you will know what they're asking and what, um, you know, what they want to hear from you and what they want to learn. And so I used to blog and I kind of stopped. And then, so I picked it back up and I started emailing and, and writing. Um, usually, you know, I, I, I needed what I needed to do really, and I feel like a lot of people need to do this. Is I created a habit of writing every day. Yeah, and which is something was, I'm a big fan of. Yeah, that was a big game changer. And even before, like I, I wasn't sure what to blog about. I would use uh, 750words.com, and I would just write 
every single day, no matter what it was about. Sometimes I would be rambling about my life or sometimes I would be, you know, um, talking about like some goals. Sometimes I would actually be right, like answering questions that people were asking me. Like I just got off a call and got inspired and wrote that out. Um, but I just committed to writing every single day. None of that was published, but you know, like I, I built up that habit. Well, that's and, it. It's all about building up the habits and writing mm -hmm. is a craft and it's something you need to practice. And like, I can tell you now what I started out back in 2008, I was absolutely awful. Um, and I'm not, I'm not even talking about systems. I was terrible there too. I remember the first article I ever wrote um, had was done on a Word document on an old laptop I had. And I had to uh, email it to Paul. And Paul went through it and then published it for me because I didn't even know how to use a WordPress site. Mm -hmm. And he did all that for me and he read it. And he said, yeah, okay, it's good, but we need to... I actually, funny enough, I was looking through my email archive because I was looking for an old email. And I found one. This was only last night, actually. And it was from Paul about an article I'd written um, in our in our fantasy football business. And it said, uh, really like the article. Um, really, some really great points. We need to get you focusing in on SEO and keywords. Mm -hmm. And my email back was, well, what is that? But anyway, it, <laughs> I was absolutely terrible. But it's only through writing every day and practicing every day that I've become, well, I'd like to think I've become a hell of a lot better. Some people may disagree, but... Uh, yeah, it, it is about getting that practice in. And I like the fact that you recognize that and you, you do it regardless of whether it's something that's going to be published or not, whether you've got an idea for something or it's just sitting down and writing whatever comes into your head, again, whether you intend to publish or not. Um, so, I mean, once you've done all that and you've got a list of articles together, when it comes to uh, putting them out and promoting them, what does your, your promotion strategy look like? Yeah, and to talk a little bit about what you were saying also, it's like right now even not all of my blog posts go published. So, mm. you know, I have a, I have like hundreds of documents with unfinished blog posts. And so my – so this is, this is kind of like a walkthrough of right now currently what my process is is basically like I will go through – um, you know, I have this email funnel set up right now that basically whenever somebody subscribes, I, it automatically sends them an email and it says, what question do you have for me when mm. it comes to your online business? And then, so I get their, those questions. And so I always pick my next blog post based on what people have recently been asking me, whether on email or social media. Yeah. And, um, it's usually already a half finished blog post. I just go back to it or maybe I start a completely new blog post. And I just, I just write everything out imperfectly. I don't edit anything the first time. Excellent. Um, actually, one of my writing mentors, Stella Orange, uh, she calls it um, the shitty first draft <laughs> because it's always going to be really, really bad the first time. And uh, well, I, I love that. That's exactly what it is. And that's what it should always be. People who yeah. write and edit at the same time, in my opinion, should be shot. It's, I used to do that. It was no, so it's and this is the this is the conversation we have with clients, and I've had it with other guests on the show. It's writing time is writing time, editing time is editing time, promotion time is promotion time. You need to set these aside separately for each one and only do it. <sighs> Rant over, sorry. Hallelujah. <laughs> but yeah. Take that part of the podcast and and put it on the front page of your website on repeat for whoever. <laughs> Seriously, like it took me a while to get that through my head. So. And that's why now I have the process, but before I used to edit as I wrote, and so like I would have this idea, like, I would want to get this this 
you know, like the point out of me, but then I would be editing as I go along and thinking about it and cleaning it up and it's just, and that just not worth out. Yeah, all. one of the problems with doing that as well is that you, lo you lose your flow and when an idea strikes, yes, great, yeah. you're sitting down, you're writing it, I love it. But if you try and polish and edit as you're going along, you lose that flow, it slows you down, it takes longer to write. And what ultimately happens is, and I've seen this happen, I've spoke to people about this, is that with that process of editing as you go, it takes longer to write a blog post. It does. It really so when does. people get an idea for writing, they go, oh, well, the last one took me two bloody hours. I'm not, I haven't got two hours. Where actually, if yeah. they had just written it and left it alone, it may have only taken them a quarter of that time and then exactly. come back and edit it. But because they, the process that they have for doing it takes so long, that's what puts them off. Yeah. So yeah. everyone yeah. listening, recognize. <laughs> there you go. It's super important. Trust me, it changed my life because I used to be the one, it would take me like a month to just write one blog post that was like two paragraphs. It was ridiculous. Mm. So <laughs> now, and even sometimes like to make it easier for myself, I'll just pull up, pull up my iPhone voice memo app and just talk into it and then have that transcribed for me because I can free flow more on uh, audio or video mm. than actually typing. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a great way of doing it. I, I use that more for notes. So if I have an idea when I'm out, say, taking the dog for a walk or something along those lines, I'll just literally take out the phone, I'll note to self, had an idea about X, Y, or Z. You know, you know what? People must think, like, because I go to the gym and I am on my phone the entire time. People must think I'm super lazy, but for some <laughs> reason, I get all of my blog post ideas when I'm on the treadmill. And yeah. I can't run on the treadmill. I have to go at slow, like, I have to go slower so I can get all of these ideas. <laughs> so yeah, but see, at least, you're, at least you're somewhere dry. Unfortunately for me, I get most of my ideas in the shower. Or, I think there's a notepad now that's waterproof that they made just for that. I'm going to have a look at that. Well, I actually keep a notepad beside my bed because I do get some yeah. at night as well. When I when I switch off and I'm lying in bed, then I get ideas. But oh, also, oh, first thing in the morning in the shower, I tend to plan out my day. That's what I do in yeah. the shower. And I get these ideas. Um, yeah. But I haven't got anything to record them. But just on, on the topic you were saying about using voice memos, what I found is that the dictation software on my iPhone, I have a 6S, um, mm -hmm. is far superior than it is on my, I'm using a MacBook Pro, is far mm. superior. So I'm actually taken to dictating my articles into an email, and then I email them to myself later on, and then copy them into my Word doc. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I basically, I actually, what I do is, like, I just record myself speaking, and I can go off on, like, really weird tangents and ramble. And so I actually, I type, I type it out myself, because sometimes I get more ideas as I'm transcribing. And I'm the thing is, I'm a fast typer. And my job at AT&T was um, a person that was transcribing conversations. So I'm used to... I'm second used to, nature, so. Sorry? It's second yeah. nature to you. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. So and I get a lot of ideas just from hearing myself talk for some reason. <laughs> that sounds so weird. But no, no, I, I can understand that. Absolutely. <laughs> And so I write, I just, I keep free flow writing as I'm listening to myself and I add more notes and I add more ideas that come up. And I actually recently hired a, a copy editor um, who was actually my best friend in, in, in this online business world. Cause I, you know, I am 22 years old. So it was, it was in this, I was in this weird place of like, 
I'm, I'm friends with college students that don't understand the business world. And then I'm friends with business people that like have kids. So there was a disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I created a community called young online entrepreneurs for, for people like me in their twenties doing this business thing and wanting to hang out and talk to people. And so I met her and, you know, we became really close and I realized that she's just like real good at like getting me, getting like, you know, taking my words and my ideas and, and cleaning it up for me. Mm way more than I could um, with my skill and so um, I used to do all my editing but it just feels a lot better to have her on my side you know helping me out because now I can just you know just write and it that perfectionism and that worry and, and it, it's just completely it's not hard. up to you yeah. it's not up to you yeah. to publish once you send it off and they say it's good enough to go yeah. it goes out and you don't get a if say on it which it in her folder it's gone I can't touch it because I could touch it all day long I could yeah all day long <laughs> and that's that's the problem people have this kind of perfection paralysis where they polish and polish and polish so much that they can never pull the trigger and you're not the first guest we've had on the show to kind of talk about that and how how that's how that's happened to them um on more than one occasion and i really like i mean apart from the fact that you've got someone in who edits your work and i'm a big advocate of having someone else do that but the fact that you realize that the people around you while they're great and friends and family they weren't the people who were dealing with the stuff you were dealing with in terms of online business, didn't have the same interests, weren't pushing themselves forwards in, in online business and, and, and talking about the same things that you decided, well, okay, I need to surround myself with these people and have yeah. these conversations. I mean, I was lucky enough that both myself and Paul, we've grown up together. We, we've been friends since we were seven or eight years old. That is awesome. And we started out together and we've been working together since 2008. And I think it's only because we were such good friends that we still put up with each other. <laughs> yeah. But we had each other to bounce off. Whereas yeah. I can, un and I've spoke to other people to say, well, yeah, you know, my friends are sick of hearing me talk about this because they don't understand it. They don't get it. So I, I love the fact that you recognize that, you know, you needed to find people on your level who had those interests that could, you could help them and they could help you and you can both push each, push each other forward. I really, really like that. So, I mean, now that you've got it edited by your editor and it's out there live in the world, how do you like to promote your content or what's working really well for you at the moment? Okay, so um, the first thing I do is I definitely publish the blog post on my blog and I my website's made with squarespace.com so it's pretty easy to just copy and paste it and put the yeah. pictures up and be done with it. I don't want to spend too much time on that. And then the very next day, I email my list first. I want them to be in the know first. I want them to get the updates first. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll send the entire blog post in the email. Sometimes I'll link to the actual blog post because I might have like some like uh, like visual step-by-step -step explanations. Um, like one, the, the blog post I'm coming out with today, actually already published and sending to my list, they're going to need to click onto my web onto my blog to actually understand what's yeah. going um but i don't i like sometimes i just like putting it up there and then having them respond to me in email like i really like i really value the connection of you know speaking to my list and engaging my list and i don't care if they click onto my website or respond to me or whatever they do i just want to connect with them yeah i, I really um, i i love that as well katia yeah and i think people are probably sick of me this stage because i'm constantly agreeing with you but you're dead right Quite often, the we what we hear as well is you know I, I need to grow my email list. You know I'm told the money's in the list. Yeah, money's in a list, all right, but it's in a responsive list. How about hey, you? How are you about you worry about what you have rather than what you don't have? Brian Harris, do you know him from Video Fruits? I don't. 
Okay, Although you're not the first, you're not the first guest to mention Brian. Now that I think about it, if I go back a couple of podcasts, I think Brian is in one of our show notes, um, uh-huh. but I haven't had a chance to check him out yet. Get him on your podcast. He's so amazing, and he he's mainly focused on list building. And one of the things he said that I found so funny but so true was that um, in his 10K subscribers course, he has the the first step is to get your first 100 subscribers. And in the lesson, he says. Okay, are you ready to get the first hundred subscribers in less than five minutes? Okay, here, add these emails. And it's like emails like brianharris1 at gmail.com, brianharris2 at gmail.com, <laughs> brianharris3 at gmail.com. Keep going so you've got a hundred emails. Isn't that, and then he's like, that's kind of dumb though, right? You know, <laughs> so it just, he makes the point very clear. It's like, yeah, you do, like, the whole point of the course is to get 10,000 or 1,000 or 100 subscribers, but yeah. That and it's always been for me, even before meeting Brian Harris or anybody, it's like one of my values is community and, and that's where I was thriving, you know, through my depression and through starting and growing my mm. business. And so I don't want to lose that aspect when I'm, you know, building a list or or writing content or, you know, sharing my stories and my expertise, you know, was still a really important part for me. And I feel like my content, it's kind of like a give and take, like I give you this content, you give me your feedback and your questions and your concerns and the parts where you're confused or the parts that you loved so that I can continue to give you more content. Yeah, and again, it's all about constant feedback and evolving your content to suit your audience because you're going to have different audience members at different levels of knowledge, I suppose. And you've got to try and cater to as many of those as possible. But understanding where they are on that journey is crucial if you're going to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that. Listen, Katia, it'd be remiss of me not to go into some tech because obviously that's (laughs) where your big side of things are. That's what you do. So here's one for you. In terms of kind of setup or systems that you've seen your clients have in place or haven't gotten in place, What's the kind of one biggest mistake you've seen them making? Yeah. Um, so it's definitely, and this is one of the common complaints. This is a really great question, by the way. Well, thank you. Um, the common complaint I hear from people is like, just this phrase, I don't know what I don't know. And so these people, let's say, okay, so I, let's say I'm just starting my business and I get an idea. And this, this is what a lot of my clients have done in the past before working with me is like, okay, so I have this idea and I'm really excited about it. So let me figure it out. Let me figure out how to do it. Okay, I need a website and I need business cards mm-hmm. and I need to start blogging. And they look around at like a couple of people and see what they're doing. And then they read things like, you have to do this. You have to be on yeah. this tool or this technology to make six figures. And it's usually an affiliate link to a tool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know how that one goes. Yeah, and you know, like I'm not bashing, like I have my own affiliate links too, but like what I always say when somebody asks me, oh, what tool do you recommend? I'm like, I don't care about my personal preference. I don't care about what works in my business. I care about what works for you and your business and what's going to help you move forward and not distract you. Mm. So one example of this is I had a lot of clients that um, tried WordPress and they absolutely hated it or they hired somebody to make a site and they didn't love it and they didn't like it and they just wanted to change it and they didn't know how to and they continued to be on WordPress because they thought that's what they should do yeah because everyone told them you should be there yeah and I come along I'm like no what do you want to do instead 
And some of my clients moved over to Squarespace, which is which is the one I teach. Some of them stayed on WordPress but chose a different theme that made it easier for them. Mm-hmm. Some people moved to Wix, to Weebly. Like there's so many options now that you know there's no way there there's no reason for you to stay on something that's holding you back or keeping you stuck in your business, you know? Yeah, I mean, just because it just because it works for one person doesn't mean it's going to work for you. I mean, you're on Squarespace. Uh, we do use WordPress, and we're big fans of Thesis. Uh, we've been using we've been using Thesis since day one, uh, since we started. So, uh, well, actually, that's a lie. Paul programmed their very first site in all HTML. Um, I, I used to do that. <laughs> that was yeah, that was a long time ago. But ever since we got away from that. Uh, beginning show i was going to say badly designed but that's unfair on him in fairness and um, but we moved to wordpress then we we kind of got thesis on board and now we're up to thesis two and i'm moving along nicely on, on some of other sites but we have used squarespace um our offline business is, our that website is actually hosted on squarespace there you go so we and mix I'm and match a big rainmaker fan which is kind of like it uses wordpress yeah. Um, and, and I loved it. But, you know, like just for me, I just, you know, I wanted to simplify things in my business. I went for Squarespace later on. Maybe if I want to change, I'll change. But right now it, it, it allows me to keep things simple in a way where I can just focus on building my list and creating content for my audience and, you know, working with my clients. Mm. I don't want to have to worry about anything else. So, um, I mean, so- sorry to cut across, you know, in terms of then one piece of kid, we, we spoke about kind of Squarespace and Thesis and everything else in between. But in terms of one piece of software that you are using that you just can't live without, what would that be? Hmm. Let's see. It would definitely. Um. God, but it, they kind of all go together, though. <laughs> right. Give, give me a lot of them. Then maybe our our audience can pick and choose where they where they find the need. Yeah. So I'll just give like a a like a sneak peek to like the back end of my my business is basically my website is on Squarespace. So that's where I post my blogs. And then my email service provider is ConvertKit. And so I have my list on there. I segment people. I create the forms and just embed them onto Squarespace pretty easily, pretty quickly. And then I also have my membership site, which is thinkific.com. I also like Teachable. I tried them both and I just, I used Thinkific because I felt like it had a, a couple more features that I wanted to use. But it's so easy to just create content and to put it up there and to launch a course and, and have a sales page and payment processing and everything. It's Everything is there set up for you. Super easy. Um, oh, that sounds like a dream. Oh, my God. It's so awesome. You have to check it out. The, the, when we started out, we started out with Wishlist Member. Oh, Wishlist tr- Member. Zippy Courses is also good by Derek Alpern. I like that one a lot. You know, there's so many options, yeah. but like, you know, the ones I use for me are Squarespace Convert Kit and Thinkific basically run everything for me. That's that's what I look at a lot. Oh, and Meet Edgar. Yep, we didn't for get your... to the social media promotion, but I use Meet Edgar. You know, like I'll make some posts um, on Facebook or I'll go on Periscope or mm. um, and, and then I put all of that content into Meet Edgar and just repurpose. It goes into your it. cycle. Yeah, exactly. Excellent stuff, excellent stuff. Katia, we're getting on for time. I'm conscious I don't want to hold on to you for too much longer. So I have two questions left for you. Mm-hmm. What would you say is the one thing that you've learned now that you wish you knew when you started? That's a really great question. Yeah, Paul gives out to me because I leave this one till the end. He's like, you've got every, you've got people through the podcast and then you hit them with a the hard question at the end. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> You're not getting away easy. Yeah. And you know what? I think the answer that 
because there's a lot that I learned, but I think what it really came down to is um, staying aligned with my values and my why. Yeah. Um, because every failure I've had, every mistake I've made, um, it's it's either brought me closer to my values and to my whys, or that was me straying away from it and the universe being like, ah, oh, no, you got to come back right here. If not, nothing's going to work for you. <laughs> Yeah, no, and I, that's I, I love that. I mean, we get so many varying answers to that, and everyone's answer is different, and that's why I always ask the question because everyone has learned something. Um, so it's it's staying true to your why and remembering what that is, and stay you know sticking to the point. I I love that, and again, as a lot of audience can take from that is that, and that's something you need to know. You need to understand. Never mind the how, as as you've said, Kathy. Understand the why. Why are you doing this? What are you hoping to achieve? And it's not just a, a larger scale picture. It's for every blog post you put out, for every email you send out, for every social media update you do, for every Periscope you do, whatever it is, why are you doing that one? What are you hoping to achieve from that one? And it, it's something I've spoke about before. It's kind of you, your audience versus you in terms of what are your audience getting? But more importantly, what are you getting as well? It's got to be a fair trade. Your audience are getting your knowledge, your expertise, and your insight into a certain topic. So what are you getting? So you've got to be clear about your whys and your call to actions and everything else in between. And people are probably sick again of me ranting on about this, but it is so, so important. And once you're, once you're clear about your why, everything else can fall into place. Exactly. And if you're not focused on that, everything falls to pieces. And that's when the comparison and the I'm not doing things right and I don't know what to do and the, just all of the the overwhelm comes in, especially it's happened to me. It's, it happens to my clients every day. And I just have to remind them. It's like, Hey, look, this is your business. You can run it however you want to. And you're not quitting because you have a very important why. Mm. You yeah. know, that's fantastic. And again, we uh, podcast interview coming out. It'll be tomorrow, I suppose, but this one will be afterwards uh, with Mike Broadwell. And we, we touched on it recently. With oh, myself. I love Mike. <laughs> you know, Mike, Yes. <laughs> yeah, Mike was at Mike. Mike. Uh, Mike's interview will be out tomorrow, uh, which will be Thursday. Um, and we did speak to Mike about NLP as well because he, he he was in that space with um with the um telesummits and stuff like that. So we spoke to Mike a little bit about that. But we were also saying about I had an epic burnout in mm. two thousand and eleven. I think Paul remembers it far better than I do he also tells a better story about it than i do because i've tried to block it out but again and it was because we got i got away from the why yeah and i burnt myself out um yeah. so if, if anyone takes anything from this show it's stick to your why and keep going um hey, look, i had my burnout last year not like not too long ago at all and i probably will talk about it soon in my blog posts um but it's it i was very out of alignment i was i was trying to follow all the things that everybody else was telling me to do following and I was every, yeah very disconnected from what i wanted and also what my audience wanted i was just completely disconnected from why i started the business in the first place and i had to stop i had to stop doing everything i had to go back and get a job for a little bit of time to clear my head and you know have that consistent income to like separate me from that in my yeah. business and i had to start from scratch again and be like why am i doing this and how can i serve my audience yeah i got and kicked out by paul <laughs> um <laughs> paul locked me out of everything he changed the passwords on absolutely everything oh he's so brilliant and he said he said listen he said take take a couple of days or actually he said take a week 
He said, we'll have a chat this day next week. We'll see how you are, but take a week off. Go spend some time with the family. Chill out. I have it. Don't worry about it. And I went, okay. After three days, I was itching. I tried to log back in. And he changed the passwords. And I remember ringing him. I go, Paul, I can't get in. He went, yeah, I knew you'd do it. So I've changed all the passwords. See you next week. And hung up. That is so awesome. I was, mine was a bit different. I actually ended up hiring a coach like in the five figures. And it was the biggest investment I had ever made. And I've, I'm still working with her. Um, it was a whole year long uh, work with her. And the first thing she told me to do was stop, do, stop, don't do anything. Do nothing. I'm like, what? <laughs> like you're crazy. Like what? And and I literally like she just she just literally wanted me to lay in bed and do nothing all day. Like not open my laptop, not work on my business because all it was br- bringing me was misery and overwhelm and for for what? You know, cuz I was disconnected because I was, you know, coming up with all of these things that I thought I needed to be doing. And when I just it was really hard because um you know, I didn't have a lot of accountability. So yeah, mm. some days I would get back on, but that's that's one of the reasons there's many reasons why i got a job again yeah i'm already out of the job it was pretty quick um (laughs) it's surprising when you actually listen to this stuff how quickly things actually go well for you like if you just stop being so stubborn um (laughs) yeah and that's it we we all have an idea in our head of this this is my business i'm going to do it this way and it's mine and that's the only way to do it i i applaud you for that i think it's fantastic and you should run your business your way as you said but sometimes you just need to take a little bit of input from someone who's been there before. Yeah. And that's that goes for me, that goes for you, that goes for everybody, no matter what level you're at. There's always someone who can offer you a little bit of insight. Don't throw it away. Take it on board. Whether you use it or not is another thing, but certainly listen to what they have to tell you because it's a valuable lesson. They've been there before you. Yeah. And you know, like we know, we, we know what's the truth. We know what feels right. Like we, if we really listen to our instincts and our intuition going into kind of like more of the woo holistic stuff, it's like, I already knew. I, I knew the whole time I was disconnected. I knew the whole time I was misaligned and, and, and I, I kept going for it. I was kind of in this cycle and I didn't know how to get myself out. So I'm really grateful for my coach. She really helped me get back on track and get come back to my truth and my why again. And it's just like, if you just keep coming back to there, even if you don't have a coach, maybe you have a community that reminds you of your why, or maybe a friend that reminds you of your why. Like I have a partner that's really great. He he reminds me every day of like you know he he listens to what I do and he he asks questions and he it just it keeps it keeps me grounded on like why I'm doing this and what I'm actually doing and why it feels good to me and why it's working versus what was not working. I I needed to take that feedback. And yeah. I was not. I was being stubborn. No. And listen, sometimes you need to go through that to, to get clear on the other side. You know, yeah. it, it did wonders for me. I'm, I'm I, I can't I can't say it was it was necessarily all bad. Um it certainly made me a lot smarter about how I work and the way I work and what I actually do and more importantly what I don't do anymore. But listen, Katia, we are pretty much at the end of the show. Thank you very much for taking the time to come on and speak to us today and uh, speak to us twice indeed almost because as we said at the the top of the show, we did lose our first recording, unfortunately. So I appreciate you uh, staying on to go through all of this again with us um, and hopefully um, we will have a chat with you again soon once you've got uh, some of that new stuff launched and let us know how it's going but before I let you off the line you might just tell our audience if they wanted to drop you a tweet or get you on Facebook where they can get a hold of you and say thank you very much for sharing your insight with us today. Of 
course. And, you know, just thank you for having me on the podcast. I know the time zones were a little bit weird, so I'm really grateful that we got to chat today. And hopefully I'll get to chat with Paul soon as well. Yeah, and we'll get him out of an airport. Unfortunately, his, his travel schedule at the moment is a little bit crazy. Yeah, I totally understand. I've traveled a lot as well. So, um, And if for anybody that wants to find me, just look up reachandmakemillions.com. I have all of my social media on there under my name, Katia Sarmiento, or under Reach and Make Millions. Um, Periscope, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. I'm, I'm across the board. You're but the everywhere. The best place is reachandmakemillions.com. Excellent. We'll make sure to have links to that in the show notes, and I'll even I'll go and search out your uh, your Twitter feed and make sure it's in the show notes as well, so it make it really easy for people to drop you a tweet. Kadia, it's been a real pleasure. Uh, thank you very much, and uh, we'll chat to you again soon. Of course, thank you. Yes, so that was Katia Sarmiento from RegionMakeMillions.com, and I think you'd agree, having heard Katia's background story and uh, why she does what she does today, I think we can all agree that not only is it inspirational, but her why is very, very to the forefront of her business, and I think it's something that we all could do with examining, um, as we kind of spoke about towards the end of the show there, and in terms of what happened when we lost sight of that why, uh, both for myself and Katia, and I know Paul will agree with us there, and uh, one of these days I will get Paul to come on and talk about that little meltdown that I had um, a couple of years ago, it makes for an interesting and funny story, I must say, he tells it far better than I do, but I mean, in terms of the great stuff we spoke about today with Katia, obviously not worrying about systems was one thing I really thought we should focus in on. Um, that if you've got the uh, inclination and the time to go ahead and push forward with your business, don't worry about the tech too much. There are people like Katia out there who can help you out with, with that and you should really be focusing on getting your message across there and helping as many people as you can instead of worrying about how you're going to do it. You need to worry about the message itself. Um, plenty in that as i said of course we also spoke about the the need to uh, constantly kind of edit and polish and again katia has brought someone in to help her do that which kind of takes it out of our hands which is a great way of looking at it and i'm a big advocate as i said on the show of having other people edit your content so by getting someone else to go over it once you've written it you send it off let them edit it into something that's re resembles a good blog article or a good video or whatever it might be that way it takes the propensity for you to continually edit and change it out of your hands and it's completely out of your control. So once you've written it and sent it off, it's gone and it will be published. But again, Katia is implements so much stuff that I really like and I think that's perhaps why I love this show so much is that Katia is also a big fan of writing every day and it's something I've spoken about time and time again that you'll be aware of if you're a regular listener to the show. That the benefits that come from even spending 30 minutes a day creating some sort of content and writing can be of a big benefit to you. And as Katia was saying, she has loads of stuff written that hasn't been published yet, but she doesn't throw it away. It's there. It may come out from the folders at one stage to be crafted into a blog post um, or an email letter or, or newsletter or whatever she decides to do with it. But the fact that she know, recognizes the fact that she has to write every day in order to get better and hone her craft and learn the trade is a testament to her and what she's doing. And I really think that more people need to recognize that, that if you can spare 20 minutes a day just to sit down and write, 
it's a great way of doing things. But even as Katya was saying, she, when she has ideas, having systems in place to capture those ideas while they're still fresh in your mind is a great way of doing it. And I know we spoke, Katya would be in the gym and she'd have to stop and get on her phone, but it works for her. I keep a notepad and that works really well for me. Find a way that you can capture those ideas while they strike in order for you to make the most out of those is essential and that's one thing you really need to get a hold of and looking at and one of the the, the uh, tools that katia spoke about that she uses just in terms of writing every day is 750words.com go and check that out 750 words you could well okay 750 words i could do in a couple of minutes depends how quick you are typing and how fast the ideas are flowing but i guarantee you get quicker and quicker at it and it's a great way to start getting used to writing every day 750 words a day isn't that much hopefully shouldn't take you too long well worth checking out but yeah there was so much in there i mean i'm struggling to to kind of condense it all into a wrap-up but don't forget if you want to check out today's show notes you can head over to content.academy forward slash episode 24 for all the links and resources mentioned in today's show once again thank you very much to you for taking the time out of your day to join us and thanks to katia for agreeing to come on on the show and it just goes to show it happens to the best of us uh, we had a little setback in recording we lost about a half an hour and had to track back and do it all over again so don't worry about it keep the head down keep choking forward you will get there eventually these things are going to happen just roll with the punches keep it going but listen that's it from me thank you very much for checking out today's show and uh, we'll chat you again soon all the best